a buddy of mine asked me, you know, and if you're familiar with the movie In Time with Justin Timberlake, I think it came out 2011. Uh, he asked, what if we exchanged our time directly to live? So, for example, somebody would come to you and say, I need an hour of your life to clean my backyard, right? Like, <laughs> or five hours of your life to, you know, work at this restaurant. It's a, uh, it's kind of interesting that he brought that up because I was just talking about how that is how I view every endeavor that I exchange my life for in order to exist in our society. Thank you for listening to the TBD Network, hosted by my friend, Eddie. He's a great guy. He has great insights, great questions, and he keeps the conversation fresh and interesting. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric from the SDAM, or Severely Deficient Autobiographical Memory Podcast. Thanks, and thanks, Eddie. So the Stoics teach us that you only have your life to live and you should learn to differentiate the things that are things you can control and things you cannot control. And through that, you decide what is worth your time and what isn't, right? Or at least what is worth your concern. One of the biggest things I think most people do is that they kind of give in to opportunity if it's something they're interested in. Now, if you're getting experience out of it and it's something that you can apply to your overall dreams, overall um, accomplishments or overall objectives in what you're trying to do, that makes sense. But if it's something that you're simply just kind of giving away your time to, you have to realize that that time is finite. Your time that you have available to you in this life is finite. If you only have the amount of time that, let's say you knew exactly your death date. You knew X amount of years left this time on this day you'll die at what point will you be willing to say that is not worth my time this person is not worth my time this opportunity is not worth my time and i think one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't think about is that you know especially when we're younger because we see things in a certain perspective, we have time, um, you know, who are the things. You don't have a guarantee tomorrow, even if, you know, you could you could go out and car wreck, uh, drive by, murder, mugging doesn't doesn't matter how you go out. Point being is that you don't know when you're gonna go out. You do know your life will end, though. 
And knowing this, aside from those other circumstances, your time is very valuable to you. And this is one of the reasons that I stand behind the workers of this country. One of the reasons I stand behind the working class of this country is that if you are being paid to give away your life to anybody for any reason, you should be fairly compensated for that. And you should always have a margin. You should have a a willing to do something for a particular set denomination, whether it's experience, trade, monetary value, whatever it is, but you do not give away your time for free. There has to be a reason that you would be willing to dedicate your, your life to this. Some, your finite resource, the only one thing that everybody wants from you, there's got to be a reason to give that away and it has to be worth it to you. All right, I'm going to leave you off with uh, one of Epictetus's discourses, 3.2.1, and go. <laughs> there are three areas in which a person who would be wise and good must be trained. The first has to do with desires and aversions. That a person may never miss the mark in desires, nor fall into what repels them. The second has to do with impulses, to act and not to act. And more broadly, with duty. That a person may act deliberately for good reasons and not carelessly. The third has to do with freedom from deception and composure and the whole area of judgment. The ascent our mind gives to its perceptions. Of these areas, the chief most urgent is the first which has to do with passions. For strong emotions arise only when we fail our desires and aversions. So, kind of to break that down a little bit, um, this is coming out of the Daily Stoic. It says that, uh, must consider what we desire and what we should be adverse to. Why? So that we want what is good and avoid what is bad. It's enough just to listen to your body because our attractions office lead us astray. Next, we must examine our impulses to act. That is, our motivations. Are we doing things for the right reasons? Or do we act because we haven't stopped to think? Or do we believe that what we have to do is something? Finally, there's our judgment. Our ability to see things clearly and properly comes when we use our great gift from nature, reason. These are the three distinct areas of training. They are three distinct areas of training, but in practice, they are inextricably intertwined. Our judgment affects what we desire. Our desires affect how we act, just as our judgment determines how we act. But we just can't expect this to happen. We must put real thought and energy into each area of our lives. If we do, we will find real clarity and success. So, this has to do with action, not necessarily our time in action, but it has to do with being thoughtful in what we do and what we choose to use our resource given to us by nature, by God, by the spirits, by whatever. Your time on this planet is finite. And not to think about what happens next, because right now, this is all you have. So you should know 
what you give yourself away to. And make sure it's worth it. You are worth it. You are not just a time clock punching, you know, (laughs) employee number of a person. You're better than that. You will always be better than that. So you got to know what you're doing and think in your head and know that this is better than what it could be, right? All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye.